Welcome to the Little Miss Course Creator Podcast. I am your host, April Bradford. There is a big problem with the course creation world. Course creators build a course, put it out there, and either it doesn't sell or they're waiting between launches wondering where the money is going to come from. Well, if you are ready to turn from a course creator to a course boss, we are going to flip that model on its head. In this podcast, you are going to learn how to build a course business based on strategy, from solo episodes with me, where I will teach you everything I know about course creation and digital marketing, to fix your funnel episodes, where you'll learn how to optimize your selling. This podcast will teach you the strategies to do that. Becoming a course boss isn't always easy, and it isn't always pretty, but I promise you, it is worth it. So dive in and start implementing the strategies that you hear today and start building the life that you dream of the business that you love, and get those things on your vision board checked off your list. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Little Miss Course Creator. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here and I can't wait to see you get your course created. If you are returning, welcome, welcome friend, welcome back. All right, today we are talking about a big mistake that I see a lot of beginning course creators make. We're going to talk about what it is and how you can avoid it. So let's just dive right in. Before we get started though, if you have not downloaded your course creation playbook, you need this. This is a step-by-step guide on how to write your course, write and launch your course. It has links to podcast episodes and videos and tutorials, and you can grab that for free at littlemisscoursecreator.com forward slash playbook. All right, let's dive in to this mistake that I see happening a lot. And this mistake actually confuses your customers and lowers your buy rate. So we definitely want to fix this mistake, right? What is this mistake? This mistake is not having a direct CTA or call to action, okay? Now, if you're just barely getting started, you might be like, wait a second, what in the world is she talking about? What is a call to action? Where do I even put this? What in the world? So let's dive into that very first. So a call to action is literally what it sounds like. You are calling this person to take action. And we are going to be specifically talking about this today in your content, such as email and your any sort of social media content that you are using to promote your course. So this is sales content, okay? Emails and uh, promotion content. This is not your sales page. All right. However, you do have calls to action on your sales page too, but we're not covering that in this episode. So your call to action is trying to get them to take that next step. So if they're reading an email, you are going to give them a call to action to go check out your sales page. If you are doing an Instagram story or a reel or a post, you are going to give them a call to action to, again, go check out your sales page because we want them to land on that sales page, right? That's our initial goal is to get them to the sales page off of what they're doing and to the sales page. Same thing for Facebook, whatever platform you're using, we are going to have a call to action. Now, here's the problem that I see is beginning course creators 
get kind of nervous when it comes to the selling part, right? And so you, because you're nervous to ask for the sale, what happens is that you give other options. So you're like, hey, go check out my sales page or follow me on Instagram or go listen to my podcast, right? You're giving them all of these different um, calls to action and then no action gets taken. Like they're confused and it's like, okay, you know, like move on. Or maybe they'll take one call to action, but we want to be very direct that we are selling And so we want to give that one specific call to action. And that actually brings me to my very first step in creating calls to action. We're going to go over five things that you can do to create powerful calls to action in specifically, like I said, your sales content. So your emails, especially that's number one, what we're going to be talking about. But these things that we're talking about can be used in your social media content as well. So the very first thing that you need to do is be direct. Like I was saying, you are going to have one call to action. That means that you are not going to ask them to follow you on Instagram or check out your podcast or your YouTube channel. You are going to give them one call to action to go directly to your sales page. Now, that doesn't mean in the email you can't have more than one uh clickable link to your sales page, but every single link is going to your sales page. Okay. Now let me step back for just a minute. You might be thinking, well, I write emails and I add links to different things. I do this too in my newsletters. In my newsletters, I may give you, give links to, you know, go check out the podcast or check out a tool that I've used or create, check out a video tutorial I've created. And then at the bottom of my emails, I always have links to different ways people can connect with me because with my newsletter, the purpose is not to get a sale, right? The purpose is to build that know, like, and trust factor, to teach, to add value. And so there may be more calls to action on a newsletter. But in your sales emails, if you are writing an email specifically to sell, you are going to take all of that out. I never add links at the bottom of my emails of sales emails that lead anywhere else. Literally, they are direct calls to action to my sales page. So the same thing is true if you are creating content for your platforms. Like I was saying, if you are creating sales content, like you are pitching your course, you are going to give them that call to action to go check out your course. And I'm using the word check out. We're going to talk about words to use, um, but that's like you want them to get to your sales page. So you are going to invite them to go to your sales page. Okay. So number one is be direct. Do not confuse them by giving them a million choices to go to. And then, you know, like they're not going to click on your sales page. The odds of them clicking to check out your sales page is very low. People, what happens is you're like, go check out my Instagram. And then they go to Instagram and then they start scrolling and they're lost, right? That's what we want to avoid. So number one step is to be direct. Number two is let's talk about writing your call to action. So this again is obviously going to be in your sales emails. When you are writing your calls to action, There's a few different things that you can do, but 
you want to make it the easiest route possible. So when you think about writing the copy for it, you want to make it so it's simple, okay? So that they know that the next thing that they're going to do is just one step. It's not a multiple step process. So for example, if I were to say buy now, then it's like, okay, that's a lot of steps, right? You can't just go to the sales page and like, that's the last step. No, there's like numerous steps. You have to get your credit card, all of those things, right? So when you are writing your call to action, you are going to use words like find out, discover, learn more, continue, begin. So let me give you an example. So find out how construction, construct your course can get your course built in the next 90 days. Okay, so they click there. They're like, okay, I want to find out how. It's one easy click. They're not thinking that this is like a big process, right? Um, and you can see what I did there. I used that verb of the action, like find out, discover, right? And then I talked about my product and I talked about a time. Like you can do uh, go ch- like uh, discover now, right? Um or hurry or doors closing, you know, doors closing soon, discover how construct your course will help you get your course launched in the next 90 days. Okay. See how, um, I've created some urgency with those words as well. So another thing would, uh, another example is begin your course creation journey now with construct your course one click, right? And so, um, you can see how I added in that now that urgency, like that when, you know, specific time to do it. Begin is an easy, like, okay, let's just see what this is. And then my product, you could even do like, if you have case studies on your, um, sales page, or if you have a case study written up, you could have things like discover how so-and-so Mary launched her course in 90 days And then they could click there because that's just something that they're going to have to go read, right? They're thinking they're just going to have to go read it. And then, you know, you could take them to the sales page specific point where Mary's talking about how she launched her course or, you know, whatever result that it is that you're promising. So when you're writing, to recap that one, when you're writing your call to action, make that action a one-step process. So some words to use, find out, discover, learn more, continue, begin. Those are five ones that you can test and see. Number four, number three, sorry, number three is formatting, okay? So in your email, when you are creating your call to action, you want to have this stand out. You can do this in a few ways. Number one is color. Okay, you can have the color different than your branding and brighter or um, some colors that seem to do well with call to action buttons on sales pages, which you could also test in your emails are green and blue. Um, So color, putting space around your call to action. So if you have, you know, that clickable link, put some spaces before it, some spaces after it. So it kind of stands out. Um. Another thing is length. So sometimes when you have, this seems 
uh, counterintuitive to do this, but it actually can help uh, raise your click-through rates is to have a very long call to action. So an example of this would be inside of my email. Obviously, I've been, you know, talking about the transformation they're going to get or I'm talking about a case study or something like that in my sales email. And at the end, I might say something like, if you're ready to get your course out of your mind and online, now's the time. Begin your course creation journey now. And that whole part, those whole like two sentences could be clickable. And this just draws, you know, more attention. And again, it stands out from your email. So that's another thing to test is formatting long, choosing like an entire sentence to make your call to action. So number five now is placement. Where do you put these calls to action in your email? That's a great question. This is something that I feel like needs to flow with your email. So if you, um, you know, have something at the top, you can put a link at the top. Like, you know, if you're talking about, so if I mentioned construct your course, I might link the words construct your course. But my main call to action, I prefer to put at the bottom. And what happens is most people, scroll, right? Most people scroll through the emails. And so that's why you want these calls to action to stand out. And that bottom part and in the PS can be another place to put your call to action. So now let's talk really quick about number five is testing because this placement goes right into testing. Really, I can't say what your audience is going to prefer the most or what's going to get your highest click-through rate because your audience is unique to you. It's different than my audience, right? No one has the exact same email list. So these are things that you can test. All of these things that we talked about, except being direct, that's the only one. Do not test that one. Be direct. (laughs) Um, But the other four, the words that you choose with writing your CTA the formatting, how you make it stand out, whether you use short links, long links, color, spacing, whether it's a button or just text that you link, all of those things are things to test. And then your placement, test different placements. And what's really cool is as you're going through a launch and you have your uh, sales sequence, you can watch from day to day because you are sending an email every day, right? During your launch period. You can test these different aspects and see. So you can have your emails written, but then you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to put a call to action in this area, or I'm going to highlight this whole uh, sentence and make it a call to action. Or, you know, I'm going to make the call to action button green this time, like this crazy, you know, green color that doesn't even match, but see what happens. And you can literally start to test these things. And these are the things that can create even though you're like, really, a button color can change the difference or where I put it can change the difference or the words that I use can make a difference. Yes. And these are things that you have to test. And so recording your data, as you know, I am a lover of data, recording your data on these different things. So I love during a launch to just watch and see, okay, this happened in this email. Tomorrow's email, let me see 
um, if I can get the click-through rate higher by changing the button color. And obviously there would be more aspects to it as well, but you can also split tests. Like you can send an email to half your list with a blue button and half your list with a green button or, you know, half your list with um, the call to action at the top and half your list with the call to action at the bottom or in the PS. So these are all different things to test. You just want to make sure that you are tracking the data and not just randomly testing it because there's no reason to randomly test if you're not looking at the data because the data is going to tell you the story about what your audience wants. So don't be afraid to test Don't be afraid to be direct because that is what is losing you sales is by not being direct, by being wishy-washy. That's what I, that's what I see it as is like, you're nervous. So you're like wishy-washy to actually make them take that action. So be direct, be bold and give them that call to action. Don't confuse them and have them go to your sales page. That's the action you want them to take when you are in the middle of selling your product. And if you have a course that's always open, you can, you should be sending sales emails about once every four to six weeks. And the same applies here in these emails. Even if it's like your weekly newsletter for that week and you're using it as your sales email, don't have more than one call to action. Just have that as your, it's a sales email and you're gonna treat it as such. So they have one direct call to action. So just to sum it up, like we just talked about, you're gonna have be direct, number one, Number two, use those words when you're writing your CTA, use those words that make it feel easy. So it's like a one-step thing. They are not going to have to, you know, pull out their credit cards, that kind of stuff. So find out, discover, learn more, continue, begin. Formatting, make it stand out. Test different colors, test length, test those different words, give it space, and then um, check your placement test different placements, top, bottom. Um, If you want it, you can even do, this is a formatting thing, you can make a picture clickable. So those are the things that you are going to test, which was number five, testing. You want to be testing and collecting your data. If you're not collecting data, there's no reason to do this. It's just a waste of your time because it's not telling you anything. Your data will tell your story. So make sure to test these things. I would love to hear how this works for you. You can find me on Instagram or you can always come check out Little Miss Course Creator. Like I said, go grab that playbook at littlemisscoursecreator.com because then you will not only have the playbook, but I send tips like this weekly in my emails. I send tutorial videos that I don't put anywhere else online. So go get on the email list, grab your playbook, and I will see you in the next episode.